Hello, my friends. I'm Kira Misi, and this is my podcast, Finding Rainbows, on an ordinary day where we dive into the ordinary looking for the extraordinary. Because, well, life is hard, but if you look close enough, you will find the rainbows. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast, Finding Rainbows on an Ordinary Day. So, over-functioning anxiety. (laughs) Why am I singing it? Oh, because it's no fun to have over-functioning anxiety. So, let's kick it in the gut today. Let's talk about it. Let's make fun of it. So, we know that, hey, we're not alone, and we can make things happen with this crazy thing called overfunctioning anxiety. So what is it? Who is it? Oh my gosh. Well, recently I heard this term and I have to say, I felt a little bit like, huh, that definition makes sense to me. Overfunctioning anxiety. Well, we know when we're anxious, it's not the greatest feeling in the world, right? Sometimes you feel like you're breathing through a straw. Other times you feel like my hands feel sweaty, my heart is palpitating, this is no fun, what am I so nervous about? This feels a little bit over the top. And then there's over-functioning anxiety, which somewhat in layman's terms, instead of being sort of stifled and stuck within your anxiety and not moving forward, you kind of overcompensate by maybe controlling all the things around you, at least trying to, or the people around you, giving constant advice, lecturing people, reminding people, going, 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 just moving so quickly through your day in a way that actually ends up not serving you. It's over-functioning, right? Because you're avoiding the feeling of the anxiety. So not exactly a rainbow, right? Not a blessing. On one hand, it could seem as if it's a blessing because you're like, well, I really get a lot of things done. But are you just a really organized person and you are really great and gifted at getting things done? That is a rainbow. Or is this leaving you so depleted, just flopping into your bed at the end of the night because it's just so much? And listen, overfunctioning anxiety is not a scarlet letter. It's just a really great thing to recognize so you can manage it in a better way that suits you and all the people around you. I think personally for me, I'm a person that loves a schedule. I feel productive in that way. And if I'm not feeling productive creatively or physically like working out or going for a run, I definitely feel a bit anxious. So that's how I manage anxious feelings. But if we're over-functioning anxiety, That definitely can get in our way. It's like we're busy, busy all the time, not allowing the flow to come in and feel relaxed at all, just constantly looking for the next thing. Go, go, go. So you don't have to deal with the feelings that you're feeling inside, which eventually loves to catch up with you. I spoke about it a little bit in episode 78 here on the podcast a few weeks ago. Ghosts was the name of the episode. And if you want to go back and listen to it, like I said, it's titled Ghosts and it's episode 78. But that's a good example of sort of the feelings of over-functioning anxiety when the ghosts of the past and the future want to rob you of your present because you're just overthinking. So if you feel all over the place in that sort of way, You know, it's just such a pain in the butt to not address it, to not sit in the emotion, get to the core of it, and 
know that, hey, anxiety is an emotion. It's like sad or happy or angry or calm. It's an emotion and emotions need to be felt, right, in order to walk through them. Like here's a good example. Have you ever been sad, right? Okay, silly question. Of course, we've all been sad at different times in our lives. And I've definitely had that moment where I'm like, don't cry. I can't cry right now. I feel embarrassed. I'm in front of all these people or something, right? So you kind of like pull it back. You don't experience the sad as much as it needs to in that moment. You are hiding the tears. Then the next thing you know, you are somewhere like a coffee shop or the grocery store or somewhere where someone says to you that normal greeting of, how are you? You know, no one's, no one's really asking straight up for details, are they, right? It's really just a cultural thing where you say, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Da, da, da. But because you never felt that sadness, let's go back to that, and you didn't cry when your whole being wanted to, that person unsuspecting behind the cash register that just said, hey, how's it going? You're like, not good. And you start to cry, right? Uh, And you're like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I didn't want to cry before. Now I'm crying to just some random stranger at the grocery store. So same with anxiety. If you don't deal with the emotion of it and allowing it, say, like an ocean wave to come Just, it's going to come out of the blue. I know, it's no fun. And it comes kind of crashing down. But allow it to wash over you because then it will what? It will go back out to sea, right? So if you really think of that, an ocean wave usually builds up pretty fast, pretty quick. You don't see it coming. That's like anxiety. Kind of crashes into you. But allow it. Allow it to, instead of crash over you, allow it to wash over you, right? And then it will go back out to see. And what an amazing feeling that is. You feel like you're on top of the world instead of being in a constant cycle of, I'm just going to keep moving forward and moving, moving forward so I don't have to feel these emotions. That eventually will crash down upon you. You have to feel your emotions in order to walk through them calmly and feel successful in that. Because we all know if you're just going to keep Filling your life with all the things, eventually you're going to crash and burn. We've all been there because life can't be lived on a ready, set, go at all times. It's just not meant to. You have to take a moment to breathe, right? We have to take a moment to breathe. Breathe. Exhale, honey. I need to exhale. If you're holding it in all the time, it's going to come out in the most in convenient moment. Like I said, to the random cashier that just said, how are you doing? Now suddenly that polite, hey, how you doing? Has turned into a crash and burn NASCAR event. Speed forever. You just can't keep moving like that. You're going to end up telling a stranger just how you really feel. And sometimes that might even come out as anger. You know, that poor Starbucks employee just said to you, hey, uh, do you want a cake pop to go with that latte? And you're like, no, everything sucks and I'm dying. (laughs) That's not funny, but I have a shirt that says that, everything sucks and I'm dying. And it just makes me laugh. Sometimes I wear it when I'm running because we all know the world sometimes comes crashing down. And it's because we refuse to deal with our emotions. 
So you see what I'm saying? Overfunctioning anxiety, it's not your friend. In fact, anxiety loves to lie to you, tell you that there's danger when there's none. And it loves to tell you that you can't do things, you need to be stuck, but you don't. You don't need to be stuck. So when overfunctioning anxiety becomes a part of your routine, it is very, very important that you and I recognize that this is happening because we cannot be on this constant dizziness causing us not to be able to see clearly, just go, 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 fogging through our day and our thought process. And what ends up happening is our brain becomes sort of a spider web, very difficult to untwist. Or is it? I have a solution. So taking a day off from work, taking a break, meditating, prayer, reaching out to a life coach. Do you see how I plugged myself right there? That was totally in my subconscious. <laughs> but reaching out to a life coach, that's one of my favorite things to do is to untwist people's cobwebs. I do it every day in my own life. And I love to help people with their cobwebs because we're all here to help each other, right? What's even more awesome, I was going to say awesomer, not a word, but <laughs> you know what I mean, is that if you need help from an outstanding source, all of that, including my services, are online. So whether you're working with a friend or a life coach, we are all right here on the other end of your phone, whether you want to text or you want to call or you want to do a Zoom appointment. And that's something that I love so much about the way in which we live right now. Because we have no excuse not to take care of ourselves, right? With self-love and self-compassion and grace, coaching, therapy is right from the convenience of your own home, from your own sofa. So you can change your life on your sofa right now. I'm not kidding. So contact me anytime. So let's work through those cobwebs. Let's still talk about them, right? Figuring out how to untie them. Sometimes the cobwebs become really tight knots, right? And getting to a place where we can see clearly, yep, through that over-functioning anxiety, we all have to work through that sometimes because it's easy to fill our lives with busyness, right? Instead of taking a time to exhale. So important. I bet if you really dip down into how you're feeling right now, you might not even realize that you're not breathing that clearly, that you indeed are holding on so tightly. Maybe your shoulders are close to your ears and it's just too much to take in. Does anxiety have to rule our lives? No. Do we have to experience it all the time? Nope. Do we have to stay busy every moment, running and running and running away from it? Absolutely, positively not. You have to stand up and look at it in the eye and say, you know what? I'm okay. This is just another emotion. This is another moment. What is it that's really bothering me right now? How can I breathe through this instead of avoid it? Because it's just becoming a bigger monster when I avoid it. I want the anxiety to leave me that much quicker. So how do I do that? Exercise your right to say no to it. To say, no, I'm not going to just fill my day with useless busyness to avoid how I'm feeling. 
Exercise your right to feel an emotion. Get to the bottom of it. Find a solution. Talk to someone. Talk to a friend, a family member, a professional. The solution often is to start with breathing. Just breathe through it, knowing that you have survived 100% of your worst days and you're going to continue to. And I know breathing isn't the only access to an anxiety point. Believe me, I have felt so bundled up in anxious thoughts before that breathing is the beginning of getting to the root of it. And then, of course, it's scaling things back. What is not serving me that is causing me anxiety? Or I think to myself, where am I right here in the present? Am I just on a walk, on a hike, and I have racing thoughts because I'm thinking about the past or I'm thinking about the future? How about let's dip right back down into the present? Because what we are on these anxious days is not who we truly are, right? We're humans. We're all experiencing a lot of the same things. Hello, anxiety. And we can address it like that. It's just another emotion. We can create a life we love. We can love ourselves through the beautiful moments and the tough moments. And that means it's all in the tall and the small, my friends. That means you don't have to have lofty goals to feel fulfilled in your life. You just have to recognize the rainbows, the blessings, right? On an ordinary day, you're living your life right now, right here in this moment. So to get yourself back in the moment, look for those rainbows. What's beautiful to you right now? If I'm on that hike, what's beautiful to me right now is always the sunlight dancing off my eyelashes coming through the trees. That always sets me back in a beautiful moment. What do I smell? The senses, if you use them all, will help you to cope and push, and go through that wave of anxiety anytime it wants to come back. The moments in between, the making of the goals and the capturing of the goals, that's your life. I know the big moments are fun when you get the award and you win the trophy or you finally reach that goal that you've been wanting, but did you ever notice when you finally get what you've really been wanting, desiring, going after, that It's that much sweeter because you think of all the adversity you went through to get there, right? The people who said no, the anxious thoughts, the times that you fell to your knees and cried because you're like, is this ever going to happen? You know, all of those moments. When you finally capture what you want, it's the truth, right? It's that much sweeter because you think of all the adversity you went through. So remember that, that in between the capturing of the goals and the conjuring of the new goals is life, is the moments, is the journey, is your life. Don't miss it. Don't miss it for the brass ring that you're trying to capture because the brass ring is amazing. And so are all the moments that led to it. It's a gift, right? Your journey, your life is a gift. So when you're driving in your car, right? And maybe you're listening to this podcast in your car right now, or you're out on a walk with your sweet dog listening, or you're making cookies. Please give me your address. I want some of those cookies. (laughs) Or you're making a shopping list of all the things you need to do today. You're having your morning coffee. 
you and you and you and you. You can all have that peace in your heart. You do not need, okay, I sound like Oprah. You get a car and you get a car and you get a car. What I'm saying is you, you, and you, and you. Doing all the things that you're doing right now, wherever you're listening, you deserve a less anxious-filled day. You don't have to overfunction in the emotions that are unsavory, that aren't fun. You don't have to run from them. You can look them straight in the eye, you can exhale, you can breathe, and you can say, no, this does not define me. This is an emotion that we all feel at different times and on different levels, and I'm going to walk through this. I'm not going to run away from it. I'm going to walk through it and I'm going to be okay on the other side. And this is why, my friend, because you can create the life that you love. You can decide what emotions and what thoughts land on your mental airport. And if it doesn't serve you, you can say, I I don't want to think about this right now. Sometimes we're just feeling too tired. And that's okay not to have to think right in that moment. And if you want to take this a step further, one of my favorite, favorite books, it's by Max Licato, and it's called Anxious for Nothing. And I'm going to put it in the show notes today so you can link up to it if you're interested in purchasing it. I'm sure it also comes as an audible, if you just want to listen to it in your ears. But I love Anxious for Nothing so much because it deals with the fact that we all feel these negative feelings sometimes that keep us a little stuck, that keep us from moving forward, and that keep us from seeing our rainbows and from capturing our dreams. So if you want to take this conversation a little further, of course, you can always hit me up on my DMs with any questions at Finding Rainbows, the podcast on Instagram. And then, of course, I also have some beautiful life coaching programs that are linked on the show notes, um, a four-week called Perfectly Imperfect and a six-week program called Organize Your Life, Step Into Your Dreams. So definitely check that out. But I'm also, like I said, take the conversation further and read this book, Anxious for Nothing. It's just a beautiful moment that helps us all see that anxiety is literally just an emotion. And even if it just loves to rear its ugly head sometime and finds itself over-functioning in our lives by keeping us way too busier than we want to be, that like an ocean wave, we can allow it to flow over us and then go right back out to sea. And Anxious for Nothing has so many tips and tricks, real-life situations that help you right now in this moment to know that anxiety does not have to rule your life. And isn't that something that's really wonderful? So until next time, my friend, we are all on this beautiful journey together. You are not alone. Enjoy the ride. You don't have to hold on so tight. Exhale and breathe and take in all of those rainbow blessings that are right there for you. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows. Free fall in the morning.
Well, my friends, that's my podcast. I hope I gave you a little light in your heart, a little song in your soul, and a whole lot of love because you are amazing. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows on an Ordinary Day. Meet me on my Instagram page at Finding Rainbows the podcast, where you'll find more inspiration to feed your soul. And while you're there, join my Rainbow Connection. It's an insider's club where you'll receive inspirational quotes to your inbox each week from me and VIP opportunities, giveaways, I love a freebie, live webinars, and so much more. Remember, you are a light to this world. Shine bright, my friends. I'll see you next time. On finding rainbows. Coming over the water, saying we're the ones, saying there's no other. Would you be the last? But never let mouthpiece. Heaven knows we need you now. Would you be the most beautiful consequence of a world that's up on our own for the things we know raise a voice here at echo raise a voice here at echo